to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Podcastica, a Doctor Who review podcast here on NOTLG.com, episode 261, Warrior's Gate. My name is John, and joining me every time we are stuck in eSpace and all we have to entertain us as a coin is my good friend Taylor. <laughs> Taylor, hello. Uh, uh, heads or tails, John? Well, it's still it's still up in the air, so I couldn't I can't even I can't even guess. I'll just say heads. Right. Okay, fair enough. We'll never know if it's <laughs> right or wrong because it's just up in the air there. And really, does it ultimately matter? Does it ultimately matter? Probably not. Taylor, how no. are you doing? I'm I'm doing okay. Hanging in there. It's been uh, it's been busy around here lately. Plus, I've been having some rather like intense sinus pressure. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I've been like, I've had to be like very like on the dot about making sure I'm taking like my 12 hour Sudafed stuff. And yeah, whew, yeah, man, the pain is something else when it gets going. Yikes. Um, but, you know, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I know it doesn't last forever and all of that. And yeah, yeah, things are things are all right. We've we're technically having our very, very, very last day of summer because even though Amber's back teaching and Perrin is back in school, mm. Coda starts sixth grade tomorrow. There you and go. That's it. That's it. Everybody's back in that's school. That's it. How are you, John? I'm I'm doing well. I am. Uh, I'm trying to think. Just trying to stay cool down here. Uh, yeah. The, the weather. It seems like the the, the I was going to say it seems like the fever has broken down here in L.A. And uh, oh, maybe yeah. we're getting down a little bit, but not by much. It's at least not like <sighs> ninety and a hundred anymore. We have been very consistently in the 90s for a couple of weeks now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, you know, just a couple times kind of have peaked up in the hundred. In fact, I think last Tuesday we set a new daily record at 107. Oh, boy. Yeah. Wow. A little hotter than I like it. Actually, a lot hotter than I like it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot. Yeah, that is, that is, that's, no, I don't like that. No. I don't like hearing that. <laughs> Lots of fans, lots of AC running. Yeah. You might be able to hear it in the background. That's fine. Yeah. It make, makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. Jeez. Yeah. But yeah, uh, so, other than that, <laughs> other than that, I feel like, uh, you know, I'm doing, we're doing pretty good down here. Good. Yep. Can't think of anything, anything else that I would like to report before we get into what's making us happy this fortnight, which I guess um, I could, uh, you want me to go first? Sure. You haven't gone first in a while. Yeah. So uh, I can't remember if last time we had uh, we had spoken. I was talking about um, not. I think the last tooth update I gave was not needing um, a root canal. canal. Correct. Um, which is you know that's great. Um, but yeah. I had I had uh, I'd been still taking Advil every time I went to sleep. Not like a lot, but. Um, mm-hmm. You know, because I was like, I, I was still like in pain a little bit. And they're like, just give it time. Just keep taking Tylenol. Just give it time. I'm like, okay, okay, fine. Um, well, I finally have, I'm finally, I'm two nights in of no um, no Advil and I'm sleeping through the night. So I guess uh, we're in the clear. Fingers crossed that it stays that way. Yeah. So I'm, uh, I'm that is making me happy um, this week. I also 
Um, I have I'm going to a wedding in 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 not in Gilroy, yeah, in Gilroy uh, at the beginning of October. Oh, okay. And I decided to just uh, fly up at the beginning of the week and leave after after the wedding. So um, I'm going to be in San Jose for a week. I'm nice. Ex- I'm excited about that. Yeah, um, right on. Should be a good time. I'm hoping to see some people. I don't have a car though; is the only problem. So, right, um, right. Not real. I'm pretty sure I, I've talking or talking. I've spoken. <laughs> Jeez. Well, it's gonna be a long podcast. I've spoken. Happy Monday. <laughs> I've spoken to a couple of people that are that are just telling me um, it's probably just easier to lift around than uh, yeah. you know rent a car and then have to fill it up. And I said, you know what? You're right. So that's probably what I'm gonna gonna be doing. Um, yeah, I'm excited about that. That's making me happy. I think that is uh, that's everything for me. What about you, Taylor? Actually, I feel like there might be one more thing on on your plate. Didn't uh, uh, Lauren, as part of uh, uh, production, she was a part of win an award? Recently? Oh yes, yes, it did. She. Uh, she Making had, all of us happy. Yeah, we uh, we all yeah, in our little Doctor Who uh, galley fam chat. Yeah, she uh, yeah. she won an award. Um, it was I believe it was uh, best. Let me find it. Best thriller at the Holly Shorts Film Festival. Um, nice. Yeah, it was something she produced. Uh, very exciting. Um, and she has a couple of other projects on the way. But yeah, that that's um, very very cool. She went to the screening. She went to the award ceremony. Um, she's very, very happy, and uh, we are very proud of her as well. So, yeah, that's also that's also making me very happy. Um, what is that's not awesome. making me happy is I didn't get a lot of sleep last night because these <laughs> dogs were being ridiculous. But oh, anyway, they do that. Yeah, but yeah, that's everything that is uh, that's making me happy. Nice. What's going on? What's making you happy? Well, um, I mean, in in simplest terms, uh, progress on the engine parts are actually going on Ooh. now instead of coming off. Yeah, like um, I like to hear that. So, yeah, I know. Again, it's one of those things where I'm like, look, if I get it in and the bus is running again by my birthday next month, I'll be happy <laughs> um, because there's inevitably. Well, one, I don't want to work outside. Yeah, and we're consistently in the 90s, so I'll work on it like in the morning for a couple of hours on a weekend, and then that's kind of it. Yeah, you know, I'm not gonna go sweat myself silly uh, out there, and by evening the sun's on the front of the house, so forget it. Yeah, that makes total um, sense. And then obviously yeah, it's weekends. We have other stuff going on like this weekend coming up, Silicon. Yes, in in San Jose, we're very excited for that. Um, and I'm very appreciative that you either have to show a negative test provided by a medical professional or your vaccination card Love to that. even get in the door. So yes, I'm, I'm, I, I appreciate that very much. We're all very excited for that. So it's just a matter of making sure that we can find everybody's vaccination cards. In yeah. Time. Um, but, oh, oh, I should share this. I was so impressed with our last episode with State of Decay. Mm. that I actually went ahead and bought both the target novelization of the episode. Oh, yes. And the uh, new adventure novel that I obviously used to have many, many decades ago. Yes. Um, but didn't anymore. Blood Harvest. I have started reading Blood Harvest and 
wow, I'm, it's so much, so much I forgot. And I'm going, wow, Terrence Dix writing kind of like a, you know, 1930s Chicago, um, you know, detective story. And I'm like, I'm not used to this being like his storytelling style. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it works so far. Um, so I'm, I'm reading that right now and just having a grand old time with it. Love it. Yeah. That's making me happy. Very, very cool. All right. Well, let's, um, I, I actually have some who news that isn't on here. Um, oh, sure. It's not the last thing down there. No, it's something oh. else. Wow. I can't, okay. I it, can't remember it, if I'll just, I'll put it in the notes, but let me just check just to make sure that you didn't put it. Okay. It's not, it, it's not in here that I can see. And if I can't see, then that's a problem. Um, so next year, uh, this came out, I believe, um, a couple of days ago, and the, okay. this article is just updated. Um, quarter three of 2023, um, Doctor Who is coming to the Magic the Gathering world um, in a 2023 Universes Beyond collection. So it's going to be oh, Magic that's right. the I Gathering. I remember seeing that news. Yes. That's, um, and that's really kind of crazy. I mean, I never got into it. Oh. I was a senior in high school. When like all the freshmen were like, "This is amazing," and I'm like, "What is that?" Yeah, I mean, I I lightly played in middle school, um, but I I guess I lost interest. I used to have magic cards. I have no idea what happened to them, but um, <laughs> I am. I believe they're gonna roll out four, yeah, four commander decks um, with supporting collector booster packs. Interesting. Um, wow. I don't know what that means, but I'm going to buy <laughs> all of it. Um, all right. And I'm going to, I have some friends down here that are super into magic and it's, uh, Hey, why not? Let's, uh, let's do it. Let's figure it maybe, out. Maybe, maybe they'll just start calling it Sonic the gathering. Ooh, maybe. I don't know. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but yeah. yes, I do remember seeing that news and I was like, Oh man, I need to completely did not bookmark it. To That's fine. I have. So I'm glad you brought it up. I have it. I will. I'll, and put it right there. Look at that. There it is. Oh, All great. right. That will be in the show notes. Yeah, check it out. I'm excited. I, I'm excited to not only get these, I'm excited to see the artwork. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to relearn how to play this game because uh, this is, it's it's pretty exciting. It's it's a big thing. Yeah. No, that is a big thing. I know a lot of people were talking about it. So I'd be very curious to see how it looks. Yeah. How it looks. Well, in other news, uh, we did get an announcement on the next season to be getting the Blu-ray treatment. Mm. And they're going way, way back. They're doing season two. Oh, wow. We are getting Blu-ray Hartnell. Love it. Very cool. Yeah. No, this this is very cool. There's a lot of good stuff that came out uh, that season. Dalek Invasion of Earth, uh, Web Planet, Space Museum. Yeah, Time Meddler. Yeah, Time Meddler, definitely. Um, and as always, they do a bunch of amazing bonus stuff. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking very forward to um, just everything that's coming with it. Yeah. And it looks like, it looks like, uh, it looks like you pre-order it in the UK uh, and they it will soon be up for pre-order uh, in the US. So obviously, you know, UK will end up getting it before we do, which is yeah. Did you see what else this this includes in it? 
No, where uh, where is it? I At the bottom, it, it says the collection also includes uh, the Eighth Doctor, the TV movie, and the Tenth Doctor, the Wedding of Sarah Jane Smith. Interesting. Um, the Tenth Doctor and Eighth Doctor action dot 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 Doctor Who, the abominable snowmen plus its cover art. Hours of special features. I'm, I wonder if somebody was using a previous article as a template and. It just seems like a. It seems weird, right? Weird thing to be on there, huh? I wish I could um, see this image at the bottom. Oh yeah, I can blow it up a little bit. Um, I don't see anything. I mean, it's a hefty set. Oh, it looks like it. So I, I don't know. That's what it says at the bottom here. Huh? That that seems strange. Interesting. I'd be curious to go into like. Amazon UK or something and see if it lists that there as well. Yeah, I'm checking the tags to see if they tagged any any of that information and they have not. Right. It seems seems strange, but huh. There interesting. It is at the end. Yeah. Um it, it, in other interesting news, um the Celestial Toy Maker, which huh, I wonder why that's come up, is actually getting a vinyl release. Oh. Yeah. Now, I think this is interesting. Now, obviously, the, the link actually just takes you to different music services from where yeah. you can purchase it. Um, cover art's cool. But, gosh. Yeah, oh, no, cover art is very cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, that's really neat. But my thing is, like, hmm, why the Celestial Toy Maker? Yeah. Why now? Hmm. I don't think it's by chance. No. But I also like finding finding a conspiracy and everything. So <laughs> there's that too. I mean, yeah, we'll see. I think there are things. Yep, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but uh, getting just a little trickle of stuff at the moment about the centenary special. Um, and one thing we may see is Jody in bits and pieces of other Doctor's costumes. Yes. Um, sure. I'm excited for this because I had if it if it turns out to be um, in, we'll see her in different costumes because I wanted to do like a combo doctor cosplay. Yes, I remember you talking about that years ago. Yeah. Um. So if I this still think that'd be cool, I think it would be cool too. So if this comes to uh, if this actually happens, um, hey, I'm all for it. And you're, yeah. you're welcome for the idea. Right. <laughs> right. So um, so our, our source is a cult box uh, article, which uh, uh, quotes from the TV editor of The Mirror, um, and, and that um, uh, we're going to get Bradley Walsh back in the centenary uh, to uh, facilitate a reunion between the Doctor and many of her old companions. And then it says, among the costumes and accessories will be the second Doctor's check trousers. The fourth doctor's scarf, obviously. Um, the fifth doctor's lapel celery sprig. Mm-hmm. So it's like not even really any part of his outfit. It's just some celery. Yeah. Uh, uh, the seventh doctor's question mark jumper. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And uh, the tenth doctor's brown and blue tie. Oh, the sorely one. Uh, yes, if I remember correctly. Definitely. Okay. okay. Um, so I will 
I don't know. I kind of have this weird kind of theory forming in my head, um, also based partly on our next article. Okay. Uh, because David Tennant was at, uh, what's it called? The uh, Fan Expo Boston uh, last weekend, weekend before last, I think. Uh-huh. Um, and was, you know, uh, uh, in a panel and talking about uh, lots of stuff that he's done. Um, and then somebody asks about uh, RTD's overarching plan for Doctor Who. Tennant had this to say. Uh, the things that go on in Russell T. Davies' mind, if only we could have a ferret around in there, it would be very exciting. I know that he's now in charge of Doctor Who again. I know that's very exciting. I know that I'm not allowed to say much about that. Not surprising. But this is also the man who was like me film for doctor who oh gosh that'd be nice if they asked and then of course he did so yeah um but then he talks about filming for the 60th and he says what i think is interesting about the fact that Catherine tate and me may have been filming you see because we're slightly uh unfortunate or fortunate in that we were filming some scenes out in public so it had to be admitted that we were in it uh so most of what's been filmed with other people has all been inside yeah so there's lots more coming than people think which is very exciting and as far as i know no one's quite figured out yet what Catherine and i are doing there i think there's a lot of theory a lot of speculation but i'm very excited for people to see the tiny little cog we are in russell's great machine oh man so i my kind of theory that is growing out of what i'm reading and it's based on nothing more than that and mm -hmm. just my own speculation is that something at the end of jody's regeneration mm -hmm. that there's i don't know some kind of crossing of the time streams some sort of identity crisis i don't know what so you um, think jody's gonna regenerate into see that's what a lot of people are saying Right. And like maybe she'll she'll bop around different regenerations and then finally become shooty. I don't know. It may be one of those things where it may be like I don't want to call it a mental break, but that's the only thing I can kind of compare it to is like her consciousness maybe okay. jumps back to tens and has has an adventure or jumps into another doctor and has an adventure i i, I don't know i literally am I'm just kind of really speculating on the spot and trying to put this idea into words um i i just i think the whole idea of jody becoming david becoming shooty that's weird so many people it, well one it is weird yes i agree but i think it's something that so many people are like oh well it's gonna be this I'm like, if that many people are saying it's going to be that, it's not going to be that. Yeah. Um, you know, it's like, it's, well, it's like the old John E.L. Tenney, Tenney saying, what you think is weird is weirder than you think. <laughs> yes. And yes. I think we can apply that here. Yeah. Either way, I'm excited. Oh, yes. Likewise. Likewise. And, and lastly, literally just breaking, I, I think this afternoon or this evening, I, and I'm, I say breaking like it's official news. It's right. not official by any stretch of the imagination. This is uh, firmly in the rumor camp. Because uh, of the source, yes. 
well, yeah, because of the source, because it is the mirror. Yes. Um, and I am going to open this up, and I am probably going to have my computer slow down greatly because, well, it's the mirror's website. Sorry about that, folks. Um, there is at least a somewhat solid river floating around that Rose Ailing Ellis, I swear the show can't get away from people named Rose, <laughs> um, is rumored to be the new Doctor Who companion after leaving the show East Enders. Um, which has been around almost as long as Doctor Who, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, so she's 27. Uh, she's uh, quit um, blah, blah, blah. Uh, EastEnders. Sorry. <laughs> it's Monday. Um, after two years. Um, now, I, I honestly, I don't. These next three things I'm about to say, I, I have no way of confirming like when they happened or if these actually happened in orders. But the paragraph literally goes, the EastEnders favorite, 27, who last week revealed she'd quit Albert Square after two years of playing Frankie Lewis, started following Shooty, showrunner Russell T. Davies, and casting director Andy Pryor on Instagram. Hmm. Okay. Coincidence? Possibly. Um, other things? Possibly. You know? Um, but saying her new job was shrouded in secrecy, Rose added, Rose added, you'll find out more at the end of this month. I'm not allowed to say anything. Oh, boy. Okay. Yeah, so there's enough there to kind of make you go, well, maybe, maybe, yeah. Um, and the other thing that will be interesting is that she is deaf. Yes. Uh, she'd be the first disabled companion to appear in the sci-fi TV series. Um, obviously, we have uh, Ruth Madeley in um, Big Finish. Um, and I know that in season nine, oh my gosh, um, they weren't obviously companion, but we had, um, oh gosh, under, oh, help me out before the flood. And, uh, um, what uh, was the one after it under the, um, oh my God, dang it. I need to write this stuff down before I start talking about these, uh, references. Hold on a second. Anyway, uh, under the lake, under the lake. Okay. I was right. Yeah. There you go. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and, um, I am lost on the actress's name, but I know she was deaf. Oh goodness. Um, um as well, but I did a great job. I, mean, I loved her in that pair of episodes. It was, uh, who was it? it started with an S Sophie strong, something Sophie like stone, that. stone, Sophie stone. Perhaps. Yeah. Okay. That's close. It's close. My brain isn't completely addled. Now I'm on, sorry. Now I'm on the, uh, Oh dear. Before the flood wiki page. And they have a great picture of the Fisher King, the costume. Oh, do they? Yeah. Nice. It looks amazing. Nice. Anyway. Nice. Ah, good times. Good. Great series. Yes, absolutely. That whole season was amazing. Oh yeah. Love it. All right. Well, anywho, that's our news. Anywho, that's who news. Now let's get to, uh, our episode this week, which is warrior's gate. Starring Tom Baker as the Doctor, Lala Ward as Ramana, John Leeson as K-9, and Clifford Rose as Captain Rorvik. It was written by Steve Gallagher and directed by Paul Joyce. It first aired January 3rd through the 24th of January, 1981, as the fifth story of season 18. And we have, boy oh boy, a slew yeah. of story notes brought to us by the fine folks over at TARDIS Wikia. Indeed we do. Well, the script development for this story went through two distinct phases. Initially, the project was tackled by Christopher Priest, 
in his version of the final chapter of the eSpace trilogy, the Doctor and Romana would have exited eSpace via a political thriller involving Gallifrey. Okay. This script would yep. This script was called Sealed Orders and presumably would have dealt more directly with Romana's failure to return to her home planet following her temporary assignment to find the key to time. Mm. After considerable time massaging this treatment, it was abandoned to be replaced by a Steve Gallagher penned effort called The Dream Time. Though the basic elements of this story would remain in Warrior's Gate, the final script was heavily rewritten by script editor Chris Bidmead and director Paul Joyce. Uh, Joyce would later claim that, in fact, the scripts were so much a product of his efforts that he, in fact, deserved the writing credit. Now, here we go. Uh, right off the bat, uh, this sounds like a jumbled mess. <laughs> yes. So continue. Yes. And lots of CSO, but we'll get to that. Yeah. Um, in addition to the difficulties surrounding the writing of the story, virtually every phase of the production of the serial was problematic. Oh. Tom Baker was particularly particularly tetchy due to both his ongoing illness uh, during the seasons and the departure of his then lover Lala Ward. Mm. Uh, both he and Ward were deeply displeased with their characterizations in the initial script, which is one of the reasons Paul Joyce became so heavily involved in the rewrite. Uh, he couldn't get his stars to perform unless their script concerns were directly addressed. Oh, oh boy. Oh, yeah. Okay. Meanwhile, Paul Joyce had little experience directing for television and had considerable disagreements with John Nathan Turner and lighting director John Dixon. <sighs> yeah. Uh, ultimately, Joyce was sacked. Oh, jeez. However, no one could understand his camera script. Paul Joyce was quickly brought back. Also, the production was hit by a strike of the BBC Carpenters, which further delayed. No matters. way. Way. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Warrior's Gate is cursed. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, get this. Speaking of the BBC Carpenters, the privateer bridge was briefly condemned as unsafe by inspectors in the middle of the production block using it uh, 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 until a compromise was made that limited the number of people who could be on its upper level at any one time. Oh, my God. Yep. <laughs> yep. There is a moment where you kind of throw up your hands and go, you know what? I'm going down to the pub. Yeah, right. Jeez. Yep. Um, of course, I don't remember exactly which character Packard is, but Colin Baker was on the short list to play him. Oh, okay. I, I think it's safe to say that that for quite some time, Doctor Who really, 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 really wanted Colin Baker. Yeah. Until they got him and then brought him back. Yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Um Lala Ward, along with myself, was unhappy with Romana's leaving scene, thinking it was too rushed. Yeah, we'll get John to Nathan that. Turner, yeah, we will. John Nathan Turner didn't want the series to turn into a soap opera. It certainly sounded like one behind the scenes. She hated the story as because it was her last, but she was pleased that she got an open-ended departure. Okay. <laughs> you know who else was pleased with that? You know who else was pleased with that? Big Finish. Oh, yeah. They loved that. They're like, great, thanks. Yep. Come on over. Uh Right. Yeah. According to Paul Joyce, uh, who was unprepared for Tom Baker and Lala Ward's uh, feud, he says, I don't even think, sorry, I don't think even Tom Stoppard or Harold Pinter, not that I know who those guys are, could have written a scene <laughs> that would have satisfied both Tom and Lala at that point. Wow. Who are you, Harold? Yep. Harold. He's a British pr uh, playwright, no Nobel okay. Prize winner. Oh, wow. Um, okay. What do we got here? What are you best known for? Um, 
The Trial Sleuth. He's oh, I was wow, I was like he's still alive, but he's not. Sorry, sorry, Harold. Because um, <laughs> I was like, dang, he wrote something in '63 and in 2007. He must. Uh, the birthday party, the homecoming, and the betrayal are his best. Na- He's a playwright. Huh. Okay, fair enough. So there you go. And what is it, Tom Stoppard? Let's just come on. Let's Tom just, Stoppard. Let's just, just for fun. Let's just stall just for, for time because I don't. I don't got a lot to say oh about this. Um, <laughs> oh, he wrote Rosencrantz and Gilderstein are dead. Oh, okay, love uh, that. Um. Jumpers, Travesties, Night and Day, The Real Thing, Arcadia, um, Shakespeare. Oh, ah, here we go. He's also known for, you know, he's a, it, Rosencrantz and Gilderstein are dead. You, you know, you, usually when you, you're like, oh, that's the only thing I'm known for. Nope, he also uh, decided to write some uh, screenplays, which included uh, Brazil, Empire oh, of no the kidding. Sun. Yeah. Wow. Uh, wow. The Russia House, Shakespeare in Love. Okay. Enigma. Uh, so yeah, this dude, uh, he, he, he's, he's, uh, he's written some stuff I've seen. Yeah. He's still, he's still doing it too. Good for Interesting. him. And you know what? That's kind of fun. Tom Baker what? and Lala Ward, they couldn't even, they wouldn't have been satisfied with, with the, the, that caliber. Apparently not, which is funny because I feel like we've got two crewmen who are kind of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern <laughs> in some way. Yes. And we will talk about this. That's a very funny thing that Tom Stoppard comes up in this note. Wow. That's funny. That's really funny. That's great. Well, Stephen Gallagher based the rundown crew, and we will talk about them, uh, on his former colleagues uh, from over at Granada TV. <laughs> yes, we will talk about them. Good oh, job, goodness. guys. Um, uh, unfortunately, as this was Canine's last story, Stephen Gallagher was credited in his local paper is the man who killed K9. Yeah. I mean, they're um, wrong. which like well, no, they are wrong cuz K9 is not dead. He just leaves <laughs> with Romana. Yeah, but they he's dead in, in our hearts. Uh, he's never dead in our hearts. That's true. He's it's K9. He this is so this is the last uh, time we see K9 before uh school reunion. I'm I'm pretty sure. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. I mean, if we're discounting K9 and company. No, uh, no, I guess we don't have to discount that, but that's, that's nuts. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. And our, our, our last note is, uh, dedicated to friend and friend of the show, Lena. Mm. Um, while it's never been cited as an influence on this story, the Blake's seven episode city at the edge of the world, that would be season three, which aired at the 11th of February, 1980, uh, has very marked similarities. A crew of villainous space pirates led by a deranged obsessive captain, a subjugated race of mystical beings who covertly manipulate events to gain the upper hand while demoting the regular cast to mere catalysts in their scheme. Mm. And most markedly of all, a mysterious portal slash force field that repels all brute force, but which does not deter the villain of the piece from trying to break it with stronger and stronger means until he eventually kills himself in the backblast. Jeez. Well, well, Taylor, those are some, those notes uh shed some light on uh don't they what was going on but uh maybe you can bring you can bring it all home before we start talking about this uh with a world famous synopsis so take it away oh, i'll do my best while trying to leave e-space 
a, a, a thing on Doctor Who so amazing that Reno named a van after it. Mm. Um, the Doctor, Romana, Adric, and K9 land on a giant CSO stage along with part of a castle and a really, really heavy ship. They then enter something of a philosophical quandary between flipping coins, studying the I Ching, sailing the time winds, and deciding whether it's better to do something or do nothing. <sighs> uh, but only if it's the right kind of nothing. Yes. Meanwhile, the cast is beguiled by rejects from Thundercats, who apparently were once masters of their domain, only to become slaves to those reliant on time sensitives. Oh, and there is a lot to unpack before Romana and K9 go off to become freedom fighters, and the only way to do that is through the Warrior's Gate. Oh, boy. Um, uh, Taylor, uh, give me your overall feelings, and then I will try to articulate mine. <laughs> I mean, it was decent. I, I, I really think that they were trying for a story with like a like a greater allegory and a, and a greater meaning. It's like I kind of watching it, I kind of feel like I could see yeah. what they were aiming for. Yeah. But it just really doesn't quite get there. Yeah. Um, I agree. I, <laughs> I agree. That's a very, very calm, measured agreement. I, uh, I, okay. So I watched this in one, in one sitting, um, brave soul that you are. Yeah. I mean, also dumb because I was going to do it last night. I also forgot to mention, I'm obsessed with this new game called Rumbleverse. So anyway, just look it up people. You'll see it. It's crazy. Um, okay. so <laughs> I'm not going to explain it cause we're already, we're already in, we're in it. So, I watched this this whole thing, and I, I don't know if you can tell by my notes, but it I uh, my notes are like, hey, this is uh, look at this, and then they just kind of dwindle down to nothing at the end. Um, <laughs> yes, I and and you bringing up all these story notes about all the rewrites and and uh, Tom and Lala just annoyed with each other the entire time, having to do I assume rewrites on the spot as well. It seems um, like it. This story is an absolute mess, and um, I know that's not usually the way we we go about things. Uh, you know, it's not like oh, this was this was terrible. I hated it. Um, I didn't hate it. I will say there are. I I felt like the story before I get to the stuff that I like. Uh, I felt like the story was just <laughs> kind of all over the place, and I couldn't really. I I understood it to the bare minimum. If that makes sense, I think sense. that's fair. Um, no, I agree. I'm like, okay, I get it to the bare minimum, and I'm I'm not even gonna try to understand more. Um, to my surprise, at the end, when you you find out that this is not only Romana's last episode, it's K9's last episode. I went, wow, what a giant waste of everyone's time this was. <laughs> Especially because <laughs> wow. of the send off was just like. Well, we'll get to the send-off. We'll get to it. It, um, it was very sudden. Yeah. Um, despite Romana making, like, one comment earlier in the story. Yes. A very off comment yeah. to Adric, I believe. I think so. Yeah. Um, who she doesn't even say bye to. Um, <laughs> wow. Which uh, probably... probably uh, she got lucky in that sense. Yeah, it was probably a... Uh, and then you say goodbye to Ad, and she's like, nope. Um rewriting that as well uh i will say this story had some really funny moments in it that were intentionally funny okay um, like not, what? not like um 
Well, I mean, we have our our la- uh, lackadaisical crew who, yes. when like the first time, it's like we have liftoff, and they're like, "Yay!" It's uh, yeah, it's it's completely the Rocky and Bullwinkle, you know, '60s cartoon, and then the crowd went wild. Yay! Yes, yes. I love it. We love also it. had um, when we're, we're going to use Ramana as our new um, pilot. Um, our new navigator. Our yeah. new navigator. Um, uh, they say, "Well, we can't put her in there if if she if she if she's not time sensitive." I believe is what the term was that they mm-hmm. said. If she's not time sensitive. She'll. Um, oh, she can't go in there, and if she's not time sensitive, and someone goes, "How do you know she's not time sensitive?" And they're like, "Oh, she like I think they like die." And then one of the other guy goes, "That's how you tell." <laughs> if they go in and they die, that's how you tell they're not time sensitive. Yep. Um, K yep. nine losing his memories, um, and then there's a scene between Adric and K nine where I I believe you know K nine is just talking and Adric he's like so you're worse than useless and K nine confirms yes I am worse than useless. Um, Jeez, yeah. There was another ama- oh an- like the- this is every funny scene that I could remember. Um, I also have a line that says, "Honestly, this might be the funniest Doctor Who serial I've ever watched." Um, just because there were some really funny moments. I was in episode two, so I was still in it. I think. Um, <laughs> but uh, when we're interrogating our um, awesome-looking soldiers, oh yes, the the Gundam, yes. The, the, the mobile suit Gundam wing. Yes. And one of them says, like, the secret to the gateway is, and the other robot, without hesitation, cuts off yes. his head and just yes. books it. Cuts yes. off his head and runs away. Um, I loved it. I thought that was great. It, 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 it's a very, like, it's so out of nowhere. It kind of just catches you unawares. Yeah. Um, yes. But it, it, it really is hilarious. There's just some some really unusual behavior yes in this whole story yeah um so i like that i like the funny bits i liked uh it's not gundam it's gun what is it's not the gundam gundan gundans the gundans yes yeah i thought i thought they're not an m uh, yes gundans i thought the gundans uh the get up was amazing i thought the costuming was fantastic Um, yeah i wish these were so I don't know what purpose they would serve, but these costumes look so cool. I wish they were somehow reoccurring. Um, yeah, they're looks, like samurai robots. Yes, it looks like they put a lot of work into it, and they're just a one-off. They're just here for, mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess that's a lot of Doctor Who, but I'd figure out a way. Yeah, make them make it a a, a twist where they're actually Cybermen. I don't know. Oh, that would be interesting. Uh, there you go. RTD, new idea. Bring these back. They're Cybermen. <laughs> we did it. Um, yeah. So there was some funny stuff in here. There was some other uh, cool stuff, like like the costuming. And I thought, um, when we were tr- trying to show that we were traveling in space, but it was kind of like in between different worlds. That shutter effect. Yeah, they used a lot of. I don't know that I can technically call them digital effects, but maybe sort of. Yeah, I don't really early, yeah. early digital effects. I do not know um, what to call them. Yeah, yeah, 
I don't either, but they did use, obviously they used a ton of CSO, like almost a painful amount. I would oh almost say God. more than Underworld. <laughs> yeah, I I just wonder like how much they must have gotten a deal or something. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, but yes, this this kind of like you know this blurred motion effect or this kind of like herky jerky jo- kind of like jumping around a little bit like like dropped frames. Yes. Kind of thing. I don't know what else to call it. Yeah, I don't. Know. Um, but yeah, there 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 was a lot of that. Um, one of the things I loved was actually the look of the spaceship yeah the spaceship was very cool i did like that a lot it was as well very unusual design um and that those are usually the ships i really like yeah especially at the end you get to get a like a really good look of the the exterior of it kind of the model yeah of it. um yeah turn turns out made from dwarf star alloy oh which which i guess prevents time sensitives from like escaping Leaving, i guess phasing out of because obviously uh uh Lion-O, i mean birok i i like phases into the tardis yeah i put like, get it to land that's weird i put i forgot about this scene in the labyrinth <laughs> it kind of sort of looks like a lion not not yeah you know anyway yeah um no, you're right i mean the concept of of uh of lion or as I called him, Lion Man for most of the time. Uh, that works too. Yeah, I, I like that concept. I like the idea of using a um, a, a time sensitive being to uh, navigate your ship. I think that's an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. And I mean, we're traveling in and out of uh, different timelines as well, which is which is fun. But it just yeah. meant, like I don't know. It's just like. You could tell, like, again, the story notes you read, it makes perfect sense as to why it just felt like we were, oh, this is, if you know what this was, this was last week at work. Absolutely. <laughs> we're, just, we're just phoning it in. We'll see yeah. you guys later. Have a, have a yeah. nice summer. Um, and, man, another thing that kind of just, that we're seeing as we see more of Adric, is this this child was doomed from you're hired. Absolutely. Yeah. Like this, di- he was yeah. gone. He was, and I'm not joking, I think he was gone for an episode and a half, and he was just flipping a, flipping a, a coin in the middle of yeah. nowhere. That's literally, literally what he, that's literally what he was doing for half of yeah. this, this serial. It, and I, I really would be curious to learn um kind of where i don't know where whoever wrote the idea uh came up with it because at this point i don't know who to credit it to um about you know what's funny everyone (laughs) wants credit when they probably shouldn't want credit that's fair this really should be an (laughs) alan smithy production right um but the whole idea of coin flips and 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 chance and and possibility and probability um and and you know all of that because we've got we've got our privateers and they're they're flipping a coin and then we've got um adric and and some I Ching going on and then ultimately like he flips a coin and goes okay i'm gonna push this button on the tardis console which yeah. i mean i guess sometimes with the tardis that's as good as any other choice um but i i feel like that was all shown because they were going to go somewhere. Yes. With that. Um, and I, I feel like 
maybe it kind of morphed into the whole like you know we have to do something and it's like no we have to do nothing yeah and that that again at this point by the time they start talking about that concept in episode four after this entire story it's kind of like are are you trying to introduce a new concept is this just like the internal voice of everyone on the show at this point kind of just coming through being like we're trying to do something, but maybe we just need to do nothing at this point. Yeah. I mean, I guess um, I, I, re- I really don't know. It's, it's something that I, like I said, I, I, I see the potential in the story. I, I kind of see where they want to go with this, Yeah, but then there's so much, there's a lot of jumping around. Um, you know, the whole mirror with the presumably back in time, uh, segments where where the tharls are like masters of their domain right and they have human slaves yes yeah uh and the robots are nice and new and shiny mm-hmm. um but then apparently stage an uprising yeah uh as robots are prone to do and then obviously coming back to you know the 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 cobwebby castle where now it's kind of the humans in charge and the Tharls are kind of enslaved to them because they're time sensitive. Yes. Um, there was so much back and forth with that, that I really, I just completely lost the plot. I was like, where are we even going with this? Yeah. I mean, are we just trying to show that this once great culture has now been reduced to this? Yeah. And are we comparing that to something in our own culture? I don't know. Yeah. It was, it was, it was a little hard to follow. I feel like, I, you know, I could I could put together the pieces like when the doctor is um, he is, you know, when the castle's all new and everyone's having a good time. Um, but Ramana pulls him out of that before the uprising happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I guess like when because she was in the other timeline. I don't know. It was there was a lot going on. And uh Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, suffice it to say, there is, you know, uh, the Blu-ray collection for season 18. Yes. Um, And I would be very curious. I can't remember if it's the one I have. No, maybe it's season 12. I'd have to go back and look. I know I got one of them and I've got like others on my like, hey, it's my birthday. It's Christmas. Give me Doctor Who stuff. Um, um, But I would be very curious uh, to get my hands on that and actually to go through some of the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. You know, I wonder whether, if whether it's is any. Yeah. Soundstage footage or just what. Um, but I would, I would be very curious to see what there is just to kind of help illuminate uh, kind of our story notes <laughs> for lack of a better term, yeah. what was going on yeah. in this era, because you know, this, this, you know, of course, we're coming to the end of Tom Baker's run. Yes, which actually, he, I didn't like. At the end, I'm like, Romana and K9 are gone, and I looked up. Yeah, I clicked through the next couple of stories, and I went, and Tom Baker's gone in mm-hmm. like two stories time. Jeez. So yeah, it's uh, yeah. uh it, it again, it felt like everyone was, you know, it was the last week of work, but. <laughs> This is the last season of Baker, and everyone was just like, "Let's just wrap it up and get out of here." Kind of, yeah. And I, 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 I mean, I may be generalizing here, but I, I, I feel like this kind of kicks off a, a, a tumultuous era for classic Who. 
you know, we've we've noticed you and I, John, have both noticed that you know throughout Five's run in a lot of ways we have you know kind of companions butting heads with each other, companions and doctors butting heads with each other, companions you know, six choking out Perry, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> companions getting choked by doctors, yes, you know, um, and and I I hesitate to chalk it all up to what's going on here but I, I i feel like there may be a start of this that that kind of ripples forward well yeah i mean i guess but you would also have to see who's stuck around throughout doctor who through through i guess the end of four to five to six and you'd have to see in terms of behind the scenes i i assume so because it wasn't anybody on, on camera that was around for the entire time well, not the entire time, but I, I feel like we can at least blame Adric for some of it. <laughs> I almost like... I'm I, joking. I know, no, but I almost am like, I refuse to, to blame him for anything because they did not set him up for success at all. And no, granted, no, I, and I, and he, I it doesn't right. sound like he did either, but um, well. <laughs> I mean, it's it's like they didn't even try. Like They were like, I can't wait to kill this character off. Yeah. We just have to find the right time. And they did. And they did. Um, and they did. Yeah. But um, let's um, let's discuss our our um, <laughs> our two favorite characters. Yes. Our little side characters here. Um, oh my gosh. They are. Uh, I I don't like. They kind of felt out of place, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it was just such a a a nice little break from all the ridiculousness that you had to follow yeah there is a i don't know kind of a character archetype for lack of a better term um and it's like a um they kind of they kind of play like the everyman and they're able to like comment on like the goings on inside the story yeah right um and and they're very much played the way that these two characters are played, where it's like it's just very casual. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. You see, so and so, it's one of those things again, and it just goes around, and this thing happens, and then they put those weird headphones on, and they fly the ships. Well, that's absolutely right. But you know what? I don't think he's going to make it. Oh well, what do you say that? You know, and they, and they go back and forth like that, and they have just this kind of like common man discussion. Royce and Aldo. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Royce and Aldo. <laughs> um, I almost think we need a ribbon for these two. Um, <laughs> but yeah, th- there's, I can think of, and, and obviously one of the first ones that comes to me is Rosencrantz and Guildenstern mm-hmm. when I was watching them um, because they, they play that kind of like, you know, crazy things are happening around us, but we're going to have normal conversations. Yes. We're, we're going to be observers of it um and 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 also obviously watch out for our own skins yeah as they do a few times where they're like mm, let's get away from this thing i'm gonna go check on we go check on so-and-so i'm gonna check, <laughs> check on aldo and see how he's doing yeah and you know basically save their own skins because you know the the, the other guy is trying to revive these thorals and yeah it's not going well not going well at all no no not at all goodness uh, but yeah, I, I, I love them. I love that style of character. I love that um, 
that kind of operator in a story. I just enjoy it. Yeah, it's very something. Something I did not enjoy um, was uh, our our abrupt goodbye to Ramana. Yeah. Um, this was uh, I didn't even realize it. Like I didn't, you know, I didn't look anything up. I just kind of watched the episode and go along. Yep. And yep. I went, wait, what? Like that? That's it? She's just gone, and K Nine's gone too. And they're like, "Well, we're off to, we're off to help help the lion people, gather yeah. the people, and be freedom fighters." Precisely. And the doctor's um, like, "Okay, see ya." <laughs> it, yeah, it's. I know. Obviously, I knew this was the story where she leaves. Right. I knew K Nine stays behind in East space as well. Um, but I completely agree that it is. There's a little bit of telegraphing. Yeah. You know, I, I, I think it at, at, at another point, instead of just being like, well, what if I decided to go a different route than the doctor? And But then I think later on, you know, she she sees, you know, how the Tharls are enslaved and stuff. And she's like, this isn't right. Yeah. I, th- I think that could have been played stronger. Yes. Um, I think that could have been given a bit more weight. Yeah, I so mean, that when she says, uh, "No, I'm staying behind." Yeah, I want to help these people. You go, well, yeah, naturally. Yeah, absolutely. And I, you know, we kind of uh, maybe could have had, oh boy, something, something a little more, you know, like yeah, it'd be really great if you stayed and helped us, or if the mm-hmm. doctors would stay and help us. We have so much. There's so much work to do. Like, if only you could stay. But there's like, right? That, there isn't that. That that line is like. It's like not there. Like, there's no seed. It's just no. like I'm going to help them. Uh, all right, I got to stay. I do. I mean, I did no. feel like it was very, um, I guess, Tom Baker doctor esque to just be like, well, they've made up their mind. I mean, you yeah, know? in some ways, I can see that. But I, I think, I think you could have given them, honestly, even just thirty five, forty five seconds. Yeah. Of of just being like, oh, are you sure? Is this really what you want to do? Yeah, doctor, you know, I just, I, I don't want to go back to Gallifrey. Yeah. These people need my help. You know, it, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be a soap opera. No, it doesn't. As John Nathan Turner said, and that and that's fine. It doesn't have to be that, but it has to be something more than what we got. Yeah. Which literally felt like 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. It was, and then like, here, take K9. Bye. Yeah. And, and, and not even a not even a um uh, not even like a discussion with K nine of like Romana's going to need you. Well, I f- will you do that for me? Yeah, and I feel like he was still kind of like damaged a little bit. Oh wait, no, he came back through the thing and he was fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was no like yep. not no good dog, no anything. It was just like here's my dog. See you later. Um, right. Yeah. Which I will. I I will. I will say to um, Terrence Sticks credits. In the beginning of Blood Harvest, we actually get a little bit of a scene. Oh, okay. Like that, where where he says to K9, will you go with her? Oh, okay. And help her out. So I I appreciate that. Yeah. I appreciate that it gets that. Um but yeah, I mean we get we get more time with I think it's Birok and Romana, you know, talking about oh you know you'll be our time lord and and you can help us do this yeah uh we we got way more of that i feel like that could have been shorter and and them you know walking off into the 
black and white photograph. <laughs> yeah. Oh, CSO. Um, and, and more time actually saying a more proper goodbye. Yeah. Even if you don't involve Adric in it, I don't care. No. Yeah. You know, just, you know, key to time, the other adventures they've had, it, it, this, it should have been more than what they got. Yeah. It should have been absolutely. I 100% agree, but I mean, this is what we got and it wasn't very good. It is. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not to mention we also got uh I think it was uh Captain Rorvik literally hucking K9. Yes, and off kicking the ship, like flinging him. Yeah. What a jerk. I know, right? And and he really does. I mean, he he's he becomes obsessed, deranged, oh, you know. Yeah. I I do li- I do like the fact that I mean in terms of a story element, here is this ship made of this incredibly dense material, and it doesn't occur to anyone that it's actually causing the space they're in to contract. Yeah. Like, I like that. And we get those little hints of like, well, man, the trip back over here seems shorter this time. Just little throwaway lines, but they mean something. Like, that kind of stuff I enjoyed in the story, you know, because it, it is, it's just a conversational sentence. Yeah. Nothing more than that. Yeah. But then it has a greater meaning because uh, you guys. <sighs> and then it blowed up real good. It blowed up real good. And um, Adric said, do you think that Ramona will be okay? And I believe the doctor says she'll be superb. Yeah. Which is, I, that's, I mean, that's great. But yep. also, why didn't you just say that to her? <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Because we were too busy fighting. The end. Yeah. Um man, oh man. I mean, that's really all I've got to say about about that. Do we do you have anything else we you would like to state before I start hitting these buttons here? Oh, I I will throw one more thing in that I thought was hilarious. Um and it was in episode 4 where the crew of the ship has wheeled out this giant oh. uh, satellite <laughs> dish gun thing. Yes. I forget what it was called. Uh. Um and and Adric, I mean, amazingly enough, to his credit, yes, I can't believe I'm saying this. Basically, is like, hey, I don't know what any of these levers do, but I'm going to start pressing stuff. I that was pretty great. much. I that was that. that was a baller move. That was a baller move, and it's like, oh yeah, and I've set it on automatic, and they bolt out of there, and they're like, wait, it doesn't have an automatic. Oh, yes, uh, another just f- intentionally funny thing. And it was also called an MZ laser. I just Thank that you. Up. Yeah, that was yes, great. Because I think I, I I thought they were saying NZ, and I'm like, wait, New Zealand? But they were saying MZ. Okay, MZ. Gotcha. Yes. MZ. Okay, gotcha. That makes sense now. Yeah, um, uh, I love yeah. it. I think that was so funny. That's really that's was. like his gr- first great moment. Yes. <laughs> you know, agreed. Eight episodes into his run, but I he, you know, he can't steal a melon to save his life. But you know pushing buttons pulling levers and flipping coins yeah do i loved it that was that was great that was a great little scene absolutely all right i'm gonna start hitting them buttons hit them pulling levers i've got all the machinery i need stand back it's okay um man let's see here we have well the first we have a but we have some explosions here and there when the time rift first starts we have the coin yep pausing in midair with the explosion which was very cool um we have our soldiers 
smashing things about, and then uh, one of them beheads the other one and runs away. Yep. Um, yeah. That's 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 a good one. That's a very good one. I mean the the and then we have the giant explosion. Oh, K, we have some uh, some canine abuse. <laughs> we do. We've I, we've got Birok in quite a serious like. It seemed like electrocution saying I caught. Oh mean, yes, like roast Birok. Yeah, he yeah he gets he gets electrocuted real bad. Um, the doctor and uh, Rorvik get uh, into yes. some pretty good tussling. Tries and, to kill and, him with his own scarf. Yes. Yep. Stomping on his hands as he's climbing up that the, <laughs> I don't know if that's scaffolding or just what, yeah. but you know that kind of stuff. Um, I mean, all in all, and we end on a giant explosion. And we just true. We do. We end on a pretty dang big explosion. Yeah. Lots of close-ups of models exploding. Yes, love it. Always um, love it. Yeah, that's. I mean, I won't lie. That is that is pretty good. Yes. Um, you know, it's not picking up a chair to smash out a door and set off an alarm and get out of a building. But you know, I will also say. I mean, Adric saying I'm pointing this thing that could kill you, and I don't know what any of this does, but I'm going to kill you. <sighs> That's a pretty dug. That's a very like I don't know what this does, but I'm going to point it at you and uh, I'm going to put it on automatic. I mean, it was a a mixture of of clever and I don't care if you live or die. Yeah, dang. You know, you've got a really good point there. Yeah, didn't even think about that. I have to reevaluate this scale. What do you think? I'm I'm probably going to go six and three quarters or seven. Um, I'm okay. That's around where I'm going to go. I might be rating it a little higher than I feel I should, but that's, I'm going to stick with it right there. No, 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 no. Just stick to your guns, man. I mean, that's, that's fair. I'm, I'm, I was kind of more in the, the solid six. All right. Not that far off. Range. Not that far off. No, not, not that far off at all, but yeah. you make a very good point. I had a much lower score before you pointed out. Adric. That move. Yeah. Jeez, right? I did not expect I that. Know. I did not see that coming. I know. In this discussion. That's weird, man. None of us none of us did. We had no idea. Oh. Alright, oh. let's uh let's check behind this couch, huh? Alright. Gathering close, it's time for the behind the close scale. <laughs> um well, I mean, go for it if there is anything. <laughs> I thought you were about to like chime in and give no, your thoughts. Um, no. it, honestly, it's not terribly scary. Yeah, there's lots of really old style CSO effects which are not scary. No, not at all. Uh, and the story on the whole is more than a bit confusing at times, which is also really not scary. Yeah, um, I, I will say it might be a smidge violent toward the end. Yes. So for for like younger younger. Yeah viewers that might be a little much um but that's if they even make it that far in the story <laughs> i mean realistically yeah very you know true. At, at, at 10 and 11 i don't think my kids would have the patience for this no story. and i, I would i like, wouldn't blame it's even going on yeah right not no blame no blame in here well what are we watching next time we're gonna wrap up season 18 because we've already done legopolis yes but the keeper of Trocken. Mm, the trapper keeper of Trocken, yes. The oh, that's right, that's right. Just to, in time to start off the school year for many of you, the trapper keeper of Trocken, <laughs> starring Tom Baker as the doctor, 
Matthew Waterhouse as Adric, and introducing both Sarah Sutton as Nyssa and Anthony Ainley as the master. All right. And I didn't write down the correct writer and director. Oh, boy, I messed that up. Oh, no. Uh, Quick, run to Tardis Wiki. I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. Uh, it was oh, written by Johnny uh, Byrne. Probably got that okay. wrong. And it was directed yeah, nope. by John Black. There you go. Johnny Byrne. John oh, Black. and we get to see this thing. The the Melker. The Milker? Yes. Yeah. The Melker. All right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. All right. Well, that's been it for this week. Uh, make sure you like us on Facebook. And follow us on Twitter at the Podcastica. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at JP Thrice and follow Taylor on Twitter at BusBuddha71. Subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher and Spotify. Just search for Podcastica. Rate and review us as well. Make sure you're looking out for the cartoony version of Taylor and myself coming out of a TARDIS as the cover art for that. Uh, you can also head on over to SoundCloud.com slash the NOTLG shop.spreadshirt.com slash NOTLG for all of your podcastica and other NOTLG uh, properties. That's right. Sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, for all the merch, <laughs> head on over there, shop.spreadshirt.com slash NOTLG. And if you just want to donate monetarily, I don't know why I went into an accent, patreon.com slash NOTLG. Uh, but make sure you are uh, supporting your local shops still. And always, uh, whether it be uh, purchasing from them, uh, sharing uh, any sales they might have, or just any of their tweets or Instagram posts or anything. If you have a local shop, support them. Do it. I don't have a another button to press. I was going to press another button to tell you uh, to do it. I must leave now. <laughs> no, you, if you don't do it, it'll... It's tearing me apart! There we go. There you go. It'll tear, you go. It'll tear me apart. All yeah, right. I like that. So that <laughs> is it for us this week. Join us again in two weeks' time when we talk about the Keeper of tracking, and we'll talk to you guys then. See ya. It's, it's like they didn't even try. Like They were like, I can't wait to kill this character off yeah we just have to find the right time